Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Apparently for retention, you just got to like start podcasts. Like you don't even have an intro, just start. But I feel like the intro brings a sense of consistency. Yeah, it does, but you lose people. I was listening to a podcast with um, Jimmy from Mr. Beast. You know Mr. Beast? Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy. That's the guy's name. Mm-hmm. And he's on a podcast. What? <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, he's on a podcast with uh, the Flagrant guys. Do you know Flagrant? Flagrant podcast with uh, Andrew Schultz and Akash Singh. Yeah, no? I've heard that name before. Okay. Well, him. He's a comedian, but he has oh, a podcast. Okay. And they did a four-hour podcast. And like, when I say Jimmy, it's like obsessed with youtube like he's obsessed and to the level of like and it's clear that it's work because he literally like is one of the biggest youtubers right now mm-hmm. but he intentionally did that and he knew he was gonna do that like in high school when he was like 14 he literally made a video when he had 8,000 subscribers being like it, he was talking to himself he made a video like talking to himself like five years in the future mm-hmm. and he's like uh, in five years in the future, I expect to have at least a million followers. And if you don't, then what are you doing with your life? I just kill yourself or like something like that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Or like you, you've failed at life. Basically. I don't think he said kill yourself because it's to himself, but essentially he just said like he was so dead set and he knew how he knew that like if he just followed the rules that the, because he's been studying YouTube for so long, mm-hmm. he knew that he would make it to a million plus at that point. And of course, like by that five years later, he was already at like 20 million or something like that. Well, did he have a part? Like, did he have a job? Or was no, he, he just- started like literally he as a child at 11 years old, 
he was like, I will be a YouTuber. Mm. Like he had no other career Wait, in mind. He? Even for school. He hated school to the point where he wouldn't study for school. How old is he? Is he art? Right now he's like 23, I think. Okay, that's why. I think like if like, right now i feel like it's kind of it's kind of um no no this is not something for us i'm not no, i know i'm he, just saying he's, like, he even knows he's like an anomaly no i know it is an anomaly first of all but second i think he had the time to dedicate to it and he was determined and he wasn't gonna stop at nothing exactly yeah and mm-hmm. also he studied like he, he when he said he studied he mean he spent 100 percent his time of his time on youtube to the point where he was made fun of it in school mm. because he didn't know anything outside of youtube mm. like his references to pop culture were so skewed because of he the fact that he only stayed on youtube and he never watched movies he never watched tv shows he watched Damn. nothing else except for youtube and he said he found at one point he found when he had like eight thousand subscribers he found a group of uh, at the, okay at before this he um he felt like ostracized by his community or by his peers, I guess, his people in his school, classmates, because he was so obsessed with YouTube and only wanted to talk about YouTube that in school he (laughs) would not speak. Like his teachers actually thought that he was mute for a second, for a minute, because he wasn't interested in school and he was only interested in speaking about YouTube to the point that the teachers actually thought he was mute. And then, of course, like I mentioned, the classmates would like, um bully him for it well like mm-hmm. not really bully him he didn't feel like he was being bullied but mel- they would essentially just like okay, pick was, at like, him known as the youtube kid exactly mm-hmm. exactly um but then he found like a group of three other people like-minded people mm-hmm. and he realized oh i'm not crazy like i'm not weird i just haven't found my people so when he found his people all they did was basically he said for 1000 days straight 18 hours a day they just kept in contact with each other talked about the algorithm talked about like strategies because he said at that point like his content was good Mm -hmm. but his titles and and his um thumbnails were trash Mm. and then the opposite the other guys he said the other guys their content was trash but Uh. their thumbnails and their titles were really good so they were able to capture the audience by having good titles and thumbnails, Mm -hmm. but their videos were trash, so they couldn't keep the retention there. But he had the retention, but he just didn't have the ability to gather those people to his videos. Yeah. And they're able to, like, cross-reference their skills and their what they've learned mm-hmm. and by he said by like a year later they all passed a million a million uh subscribers the other guys too all of them oh wow yeah because they all just work together they gave each other the strategies whenever they learn some whenever they learn something new yeah and that helped them grow yeah so but he literally just thought of it as a career he's the one that like gives me people money and stuff right yeah where yeah. does he get that money no he literally doesn't save any of his money like let's say on youtube he made a thousand dollars he will take that thousand dollars and use it for his next video and say i gave a thousand dollars away and blah, blah blah and did this with it and then he because he knew that his uh the way his videos would like become popular mm-hmm. like it would double up every time so right. if he spent if he took that one thousand dollars he would reinvest it put a thousand dollars in that video he'd make two thousand dollars take that two thousand dollars reinvest it make five thousand dollars and then it would just double up double up what (laughs) i was like four and you're like five i was like all right oh yeah i I, I wanted to throw it mix it up a bit i get you but yeah he that's basically what he did like even to the point where he was making millions Mm -hmm. he would still do the same thing that's why his videos got so huge like where he was giving away islands yeah he's giving away houses like he's giving away i was wondering like who is this guy what is yeah and his mom who was like, I think she was his accountant for like 
the first bit mm-hmm. and she still sort of is but mm-hmm. he he makes sure that she can relax now but like even she was like just sometimes she would actually have to hide money away from him oh. as like a like safety net yeah and then he would like somehow find out about that money and in the middle of like talking about a video he'd be like oh guys i actually like happened to find like two hundred thousand dollars here we can put it into that video now like we can make it two hundred thousand dollars better oh yeah but now because of she's seen the success mm-hmm. she's a lot less like um worried he, she doesn't worry as much for him but isn't he worried like because you know there's always that like thought in the back of i think any content creator's mind like this is what if this isn't forever like what if youtube just no isn't I, he's, cool he's set for life he literally does he have because think about it he has he has that one his main youtube channel mm-hmm. but he, there's a, f- a cool thing he did is that he took his main channel mm-hmm. and he wants to make his content as accessible to as many people people listening to this are being like this is all nerdy stuff but i feel i i felt i sounded i felt it i felt that it was interesting okay but he would basically take his videos and mm-hmm. translate them in different languages that's really cool so he would t- it's yeah and essentially he would take like he would the exact same video mm-hmm. translate it in spanish mm. Jap- japanese arabic french in all the like most popular languages mm-hmm. and he did something smart he got voice actors that are famous in those countries so people can re- understand the voices not understand but recognize, uh, recognize the voices mm. which would bring more people to his videos that's kind of oh when you said translate i was thinking like subtitles no, no, no. He like, went and uh, got like actors to yeah, actors to do the sound, wow. yeah, because he knew that that it's would extra. help with retention. Like he <laughs> studied the game, he knows it, he knows exactly what to do. Like he's mm. uh, the right kind of obsessed for this whatever field he's this field that he's in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it paid off. So I guess his obsession got him. <laughs> exactly. Got him There's what a he lot wanted. more to that. It's a four-hour podcast, but I'm not yeah. going to go into it. Did here, you listen right? to it like straight? Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. Like well, straight? Like, no, not straight, but like, you know, as I'm walking, oh, at okay. work, that kind of thing, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting how like he said that when when people sneeze mm-hmm. in videos, like the re- he sees a retention rate re- retention rate drop. Yeah, if he, if he, if someone like is in the middle of video, they have to go to the washroom like in a podcast, mm-hmm. the retention rate drops. Well, don't you just cut that out? Huh? Don't you just cut no, that No, like, let's say you have a, a few people on there, right? Mm. Yeah, so, like, just weird things like that. Coughing, all those things can drop your retention. And he's all about making sure you keep retention the whole time. Because people get bored, right? And it's the weirdest thing that can get people to click off a video. But I'm sorry, but, like, a four-hour podcast, you're not going to have my retention. You might have it for, like, the first 15 minutes. Well, it's a podcast, right? People don't really listen to podcasts. First off, not a lot of people listen to podcasts straight through. They'll yeah. like listen to it and then come back to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they do listen to it straight through, it's usually audio. It's not really, doesn't require much investment to listen to something through audio, especially if you're at work. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, That's a good point. Yeah, I definitely was right. Okay, I see what you're doing. <laughs> you're like, yeah. <laughs> Sada cannot sneeze mm-hmm. or no, yawn. Yeah, or but there's definitely, there's definitely a strategy to it. Mm-hmm. It's like a game. Like if you really do put in the time to figure out how it works yeah no matter what who you are you can gain a large following from it 100 percent, you can yeah i i definitely agree and i think tiktok works the same yeah instagram's a little bit like i haven't figured it out yet well like instagram's really like i feel like it should go sorry it should just go back to being more of like a personal thing Mm. because like they still haven't figured out the whole monetization thing on instagram yeah like what's the point of yeah like, i mean it's not not what's the point because you're obviously you're still building 
somewhat of an audience on there and then mm-hmm. you're just hoping that they kind of move on to youtube and yeah. TikTok and whatnot but i'm, I'm s- looking at it strictly from a business standpoint of course no, there's I know, a whole but I'm like saying interaction like <coughs> interacting with your audience uh yeah. that's also very important but mm-hmm. yeah you can do that in many other platforms yeah yeah speaking of like social platforms that be real stuff is so dumb did you download it of course i downloaded it oh i didn't even do it you didn't even do it <laughs> no. we literally made it our homework to do <laughs> I know, it I know. wait so have you like been... i like like the thing is be real like what don't you like about it first off people know me i've mentioned this on the podcast multiple times i don't keep my phone on me so i'll there see the notification two hours later and of course be real allows you to post it later and it'll mm-hmm. actually say like person posted it two hours late or something like that but like at that point it's like uh what's mm, the point yeah what's the point what happens if you don't post it nothing like oh. you can see your track record and all that kind of oh. stuff almost like snapchat um what do you call those like the the when you have when you send messages to someone like best every friends day or whatever it is no remember streaks, streaks. yeah it's almost mm. like a streak like a okay. personal streak i don't think it actually notes it as a streak oh. i feel like that would help their retention on like people's coming back to the app if they added some type of identifier for a streak oh like who can get the highest yeah that mm. kind of thing or not even who can get the highest but you personally sometimes people just like having those weird little goals yeah the seeing that number on there right mm-hmm. so maybe adding something like that would help people to like come back i don't know if everybody else is using it did you see that tiktok has a version now they do yeah see these guys do you are stealing see each other's it's so hard to have an original idea it, out here you know when you're like randomly on your phone and your your finger slips and you like touch one of the bottom yeah menu things whatever it's called look at this it's called now oh i don't even have that yet you don't have this yet? No, but what is that? Is that like be real, basically? Yeah. So like you get notification, you have to post right then and there. But like a TikTok, not a. Oh, photo. it's basically uh, it's basically a be real. Yeah. See, like. See, look, post today's now in the next three minutes and see what your friends are up to. That yeah, base. That's exactly what be real is. Yeah. I don't know. This it's it's kind of annoying how these uh, sites don't allow each other to have some type of room to breathe and like I guess it's because they can they see it as competition even mm-hmm. though the re- apps are not related in any way because the the goal of every app is to have people stay on there as mm-hmm. long as possible right mm-hmm. which is why I feel like YouTube actually doing the whole um shorts thing mm-hmm. is kind of smart because a lot of people already stay on youtube for like the videos so if you want to keep them there i guess story not stories um the shorts the shorts may keep them there i don't know it, uh. they're still working on it i feel like i feel like once the whole monetization comes in you know how we uh i don't know if we mentioned that already but youtube's gonna be monetizing or um yeah monetizing shorts mm-hmm. and sharing that revenue with the people who are putting them up mm-hmm. But that's starting at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. the two, uh, beginning of 2023. Right. And I feel like a lot of the TikTokers who are complaining about the fact that you you can get like 10, 20 million views mm-hmm. on a TikTok and make like $1,000 from it. <gasps> that's it? Yeah. So Damn. the the revenue versus like the amount of views you're getting doesn't match up on, on TikTok. Right. And I don't think they have any motivation to change that. So now that youtube has put this out we're gonna see how it works out in january yeah i feel like that might change the game a lot because these these tiktokers like also the algorithm of tiktok is not very favorable to people who 
are loyal to the platform. Yeah. Like if you stay on the platform and mm-hmm. you post, TikTok doesn't care about you. They want new people all the time. Mm-hmm. So they will make you blow up, give you millions of followers, get you get get you that like uh blue check mark mm-hmm. and then completely forget about you. You're not going to be put into the algorithm at all. And people still on TikTok rarely go to their for you not for you page, but their following, following page. Mm-hmm. Like I personally choose to go to the following page because i follow those people for a reason yeah but that just might be because i'm old and i like the old school way of like when i follow someone i want to see their stuff mm-hmm. um but it's, it's still tempting to because it opens up on your for, for you page by default every time yeah so you just naturally start scrolling through it but i mean the importance of the for you page is to allow you to discover discover other people right so isn't um, that like a good thing technically yeah, but if you're always discovering new people, yeah, like I what f- happens to those people you've discovered bef- discovered before, right? Yeah, I follow like 900 people on TikTok. Exactly. You don't realize how many people you're following until you look at that number, right? I know. And I rarely go to my personal page because I don't post TikToks. Same. So I don't see who I'm following. Yeah, but like sometimes I'll see it. Yeah. I go to the homepage to switch yeah. accounts. And so I'm like, oh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm going to find like 900, like, mm-hmm. I can't even downsize this list. It'll take me forever. Exactly. And sometimes you might even follow someone by accident. It's yeah. so easy to follow someone by accident on TikTok. I wish yeah. they had some type of like um, confirmation. But you know what I found? I don't know if this happens to you. What? You know how they have that save button thing now? Oh, yeah. I hit that a lot too. Yeah. But like sometimes I find that like I'll scroll and I get to a new video and it's already yellow. I'm like, I didn't save this. What? And then I'll click it and then it'll save and then I'll unclick it. It's weird. It's oh, like my, a weird that's, glitch. That's probably like a glitch on the app or something. I think so. Yeah. I don't know, but it was weird. Or maybe someone, you know what they do? They like on their video, they edit it. So they add that thing on there. So because you know how it's transparent. So Is they, it transparent? Yeah. And then when you click on it, then it becomes like yellow. But they uh, might put that there to make it look like it's actually already clicked. That's kind of smart. Yeah. There are people who do a lot of weird tricks on uh, TikTok, which... Yeah, I, I feel like TikTok is more like, it just feels nice to have that number, mm-hmm. but don't expect to have any real a dedicated following from it. Yeah. Um, at, at least on, you'll know if you have a dedicated following mm-hmm. when you start like advertising your other social platforms yeah. and you see who transfers over. Well, like I pay attention to a lot of the people that follow us on Instagram, t- uh, mm-hmm. not Twitter, YouTube yeah. and TikTok. TikTok, I feel like, are mostly randoms. Like, yeah. sometimes I'll go through the likes and stuff just because I'm. I just want to see who likes our stuff. Yeah, and I'll see like a couple like pictures that I recognize. I'm like, okay, I know who you are, or whatever. Yeah. But like YouTube and 
and um instagram i feel like there are like the regulars and sometimes when i see someone that mm-hmm. That is like our OG fans, like yeah. from day one, and they don't comment in a long time. I'm like, I wonder how they're doing. <laughs> you still alive? <laughs> yeah, I do feel like YouTube is a lot more personal in that because, like, you can pull, you can write more long form stuff. Yeah, and I feel like the demographic, the age demographic, is very different mm-hmm. for YouTube versus TikTok and the other platforms. Um, Instagram is like a healthy mix, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, and also like people rarely leave comments to begin with so if someone's leaving a comment like i know like, then you know oh. like they're actually really f with it kind of thing, you know yeah like they they spent time exactly. and they wrote us a paragraph i'm gonna read it. yeah yeah <laughs> but i just yeah. get overwhelmed and i'm like oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so yeah we definitely okay we went into Real tangent, but you know what? That's how you start the podcast. Okay, I'm just gonna yeah. start it like that from now. We on. literally didn't even do an intro. We don't need to do an intro anymore. Okay, welcome like back to the Cousin Connection podcast. What? Okay, welcome back to the Cousin Connection podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna cut that out. Why? It's <laughs> weird. Okay, it's okay. We'll just go with the first exactly, one. Exactly, exactly. Um, I say exactly a lot. I just realized you do. that. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, let's get past that. Let's, <laughs> so this week we had we had a pretty eventful weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually recording this. Usually we record this before the weekend or like yeah. right when the weekend's starting. But we're actually recording this on a Monday. I know. Which is very different. That's very weird. Yeah. Um, but the reason we're recording this on a Monday is because on Saturday, mm-hmm. which is usually when we record it, we went to the Trevor Noah show. Or yeah. a Trevor Noah comedian. What was it called? His 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 uh comedy com- special comedy Netflix special or comedy special? show, Netflix special no I don't comedy know comedy show whatever you know whatever what I'm about. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah so we went to watch a show at the uh, Scotiabank Arena ACC Air Canada Center Scotiabank Arena you know what Air Canada man okay yeah Scotiabank <laughs> Arena okay We're giving Air Canada new <laughs> exactly credit. I, I don't know why you keep that. saying that <laughs> that's the one name I still will I will stay with okay. <laughs> It's um, Skydome. Skydome you stay with. Yeah, exactly. Nobody calls it the... Ro- was it? Is it the Rogers Center now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but what were you saying? Yeah, so we went to watch the show. First off, like, I didn't know that Trevor Noah pulled numbers like this. Like, when I say the audience was full, I mean not one empty seat in a whole stadium. Mm-hmm. It was, was in a stadium. I was confused when you told me it was there. I'm like, really? Yeah. What is this, a concert? Like, does he sing? No, no, like he's he's up there with like Kevin Hart level now. Really? Yeah, like when with audience. Look yeah. How, did you not see the amount of people? There? No, I know. I was confused. I walked in and I was like, Yeah, like really? I feel like if we actually like, well, we didn't. We got the tickets. I got tickets to work, whatever. But um, if we actually had to like get tickets, I feel like they would have been pretty expensive. Honestly. They were because Nabat was looking for tickets. Oh, really? I didn't know. I was like, Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I'm not even that big of a fan. Yeah. Like, you could have taken my spot. And she was like, they were so expensive. Oh, she was a big fan? Yeah. Oh, I feel bad. Sorry, Navat. I didn't know. Sorry, next yeah. time. No, but he, he was he was actually really funny, too. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. that was that was the thing. Um, he made a couple of jokes where references. I was like, I don't remember this. Can I can I mention it at least? Like, roughly? Yeah, I don't, I don't think Okay, there's that. When he mentioned the thing was Trudeau when he went to India. Yeah. I did not know that the hell that happened. Mm. Apparently, Trudeau, when he went to India, like became an Indian. <laughs> I think he exaggerated it a little bit. I don't know if that's like entirely true, but I also don't think he would lie. Can on you him. search? Can you search Trudeau goes to India and becomes Indian? 
know. Because, like, he mentioned it in a way. First, I thought he was, like, going into, like, the whole Indian face or blackface thing that Trudeau did. Oh, it's uh, just because he dressed like them. Oh, okay. So he actually did, like, become Indian. Like, he, he wore the dress. He was doing the whole, like, peace hand. Not peace hands, but, like, uh, prayer, prayer hands, hands thing everywhere he was going. But is, this is normal. If you go to a country, you don't dress like them? No, but it was funny because there was one point where he's like, he went to a meeting <laughs> with a bunch of like, uh, oh, with like a bunch in of Indian, outfit. with a, a bunch of Indian like uh, politicians, <laughs> and all of them wearing suits except for him. <laughs> he's an Indian guard. Um, uh, he's interesting. Yeah, I think I, he he seems like he's just an adventurous person in general. That and he just he just you know I think he just tries really hard. Like the effort is there, you know. Yeah. He's just trying. He's a try hard. What? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see him doing bungee jumping on six? Yeah, months? I saw that too. I don't <laughs> oh, know if his head was supposed to like dunk into the yeah, water. Yeah, like right. That. I saw that. People are probably like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, our, our, you know, our pre- our prime minister is cool, man. He jump. He does bungee jumping on his day off. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the American president. Oh, oh yeah, he, he would literally die. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What? You're laughing at the Yo, if Trevor Noah done. can d- laugh at them queens, that, <laughs> that's also another inside joke. Yo, that was uh, awkward because I know how you feel about it. About the queen? Yeah. No, not that. Like, Were you not that? Okay. No, I don't care about them. Yeah. What and when, he, when, he, when he's making like white people jokes, but like I looked at all the white people like sitting down in front of us. They didn't laugh. Yeah, exactly. You can they, tell. But you're, the ones next to us? Yeah. The guy with the funniest laugh? Oh, he was dying he, like every single joke like there were some that weren't yeah as we funny. had one of my co-workers sitting next to me he was like it was so funny his laugh almost made yeah. me laugh even more <laughs> like he was dying but going actually because his jokes are so like multicultural i guess mm-hmm. you could say or like they're so inclusive yeah. like his audience was so much more diverse diverse than i was expecting right yeah yeah. like yeah. you'd expect with like a black comedian i know he's only half black but you expect like a majority black audience but i think it's because he also it has he's south african mm-hmm. um he's very worldly yeah he, he runs a a news a news show mm-hmm. the daily show where he kind of covers world politics and he's incorporates he, like humor into yeah, it yeah and, and he, he has a better perspective because he's from outside of he's he's not from america originally but he covers american news he covers both american news and like worldly news okay. and I, I feel like he does it from as n- he's not as biased because mm-hmm. he's has no like allegiance to this to america i mean his style reminds me of like hassan minaj yeah, but the difference is that Hassan Minhaj, his Minhaj, his, sorry, but his that? no, <laughs> but his audience was still a majority South Asian. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. like we were the few black people there. I, people, know, I felt like I stuck out. But yeah. I was like, you know, we're Muslim, so we're exactly. One part of it. So we're kind of like we still fall into one of his. Um, uh, what was that word? We always say intersectionality. Yeah, <laughs> intersections. One word of his of the intersections. Day. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I get you. Oh, I said exactly. I keep forgetting. Okay, whatever. Whatever, guys. <laughs> get, get used to it. Um, and what was I saying? But yeah, so Trevor Noah, like his audience was so much more multicultural mm-hmm. than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it did make sense in the end. Um, but yeah, outside of that, like did you, you like the show, right? Yeah, I feel like it got funnier and funnier by the end i was like dying of yeah laughter. like he knew how to build up of course you know he's worked this show probably for multiple in multiple areas and small clubs and everything so he like got it down to like a nice compact show yeah and it actually um 
he was re- he was recording his Netflix special, or I wouldn't say his Netflix special. He was recording his special there, mm. which was pretty interesting. So we got to you know, we were, we were at, laughing a little bit louder, <laughs> so we can get through. So we can be on like a little two second exactly. Clip. Our coworker was definitely probably picking up on the sound there. Yeah, you know what? Like <laughs> I'm gonna watch it just to look for us. Huh? See if we're in it. Honestly, you might see something. You never know. Maybe. Um, we should have like stood up and like made <laughs> ourselves more prepared. Exactly. Waved our hands. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can tell like because he was filming it there, which I was surprised by because like this is not in America. I feel like he would, in the play, he would film it in like New York or like his home base or something like that, maybe in South Africa. But he filmed it in Toronto of all places. I didn't do my research, but something tells me that him like selecting Scotiabank Arena, like it's probably one of the bigger venues that he had. Yeah. So that's why he was like, you know what, let me look. Yeah, and it is a nice venue. Like the seating looked really nice. Yeah, His stage setup looked really nice. I liked his stage setup too. Yeah. It was nice. And it was, was, but it did feel nice having like the booth. That was kind of insane. I I was literally thinking like, yo, I should go to all concerts like this. How much are booths? (laughs) (laughs) Are they expensive? Yeah, but door that was provided by work. You know, we're not trying to flex here, okay? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Um, but yeah, there was also, speaking of Trevor Noah, mm-hmm. there was, a lot of, there was a, another piece of news that came out about him. And it made me think about something that's kind of um, related to him. Where it's like, so like, why do people feel like they have a chance with celebrities? And, like, why are their hearts broken <laughs> when they find out that they're in a relationship? It makes no sense to me. Like, it actually does make a lot of sense to me. What, like, where, what is it? How do you build this relationship? You know what? Okay. I'm not going to say it makes no sense to me because, like, I've sort of felt it, but not to the degree. With who? Huh? With who? You have a celebrity crush? I thought you never no, had No, not really. Crushes. But, like, that's why I said when I say sort of. Yeah. It's like, it's, I, am not do, I don't feel it to the degree that people are feeling it for specifically. So in this situation, there were some pictures that recently came out of Trevor Noah with Dua Lipa. Isn't she dating? Uh, she's dating Trevor. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. Are you insane? She she's is. She's literally dating no. Anwar Hadid. No, like, well, but, I guess that's done because they literally just came out with photos. Since when? Okay, this is not a gossip page. Okay, I know, but I'm about to search to it question. up. Okay. Yeah, asking. but why do people feel... Like why why are people's hearts broken whenever they see a, their celebrity crush get into a relationship? Shouldn't they be happy for them? Like <gasps> there is literally yeah. See, there's pictures out of them out in the street and they're like kissing and doing all that kind of stuff. What? Yeah. Since when? Recently, this literally came out the day of his show. But but yeah. So to go on to that, like I knew that people had this sort of like parasocial relationship with like celebrities, but there were literally people on TikTok who had channels dedicated to them trying to get into a relationship with this person there's one lady who literally um learned about south african history (laughs) and like his culture and everything just so she can be like ready for when she finally gets into a relationship with him okay that's yeah i never went to that extreme but i was gonna say everyone was listening to this and that knows me nick jonas i knew it you like i I know that's kind of obvious that's kind of obvious well you guys actually thought you had a chance I mean, like, deep down in my heart, I was like, you know, inshallah, he converts. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I see him in Toronto, he'd be like, that's the girl. <laughs> you were literally right in front of him at one point. When? Remember in, in Dubai? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that too. And I was just, like, literally screaming in his face. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was the only one. And he was like, yeah, needs a, <laughs> need a restraining order from her. But I think 
to answer your question, mm-hmm. I think, you know, like back in the day, celebrities were always seen as like, they were almost like not dehumanized, but they were just like, they, they were their own like genre. Untouchable. They're yeah. like another level. And I feel like, you know, with the, with the rise of like paparazzi and mm-hmm. like um, gossip sites and mm-hmm. whatever, TMZ, those kind of things, they have become so much more humanized paparazzi photos like you see yeah. them doing everyday errands and so people are like eh, i could do that i and wouldn't say it's paparazzi no, i would say it's social, social media yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go there social you go. media <laughs> like twitter paparazzi has been around for a hundred years yeah but i mean that gives you a glimpse into their life but mm-hmm. then when they're actually on social media like just posting random stuff it yeah. really humanizes them so i think people are like you know what me and whatever this person has a yeah. lot of, we have a lot in common like i could see myself with them yeah, and and do you feel like um, because of social media, like it's kind of this because now it's not only celebrities. Like you're starting to see it. Let's give an example. Like Muslim take. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Talk. Okay. Muslim TikTok recently there was uh, news that broke out where the Golden Balance, I forget uh-huh. his actual name, but um, like people were like remember. sleuthing on his pages and found out that he like got married. It's because someone posted like um, a selfie with him mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, thank, like shout out to his wifey who took yeah, the photo. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And when Muslim TikTok, at least specifically the girls on Muslim TikTok, TikTok found out that he was married, like it was almost like there was a death in the family. Like there, was, there were people writing like, um more choice what do you call those things uh um, condolences like condolences like you know when someone dies and you like write condolences. out yeah there were people like writing out condolences <laughs> almost to themselves for finding out that he's actually married and like there's no chance at this point unless and i think some of them were like i i'll be your second oh my god <laughs> of course of course yeah but there are people who have like and and i think it's because tiktok these people they feel more accessible because they're like regular people mm-hmm. and people feel like they're not on that next level of being a celebrity yeah so they actually and and to a point like they actually might have a chance how many stories do we see now where people were like i saw them on instagram or tiktok whatever i sent them a dm and they actually end up getting married that's how i mean and Khaled got married there you go <laughs> like there are a lot more stories like that coming out so like mm-hmm. I feel like TikTok and social media has like even the playing field to where now it's actually might be realistic to uh, to a certain level, of course, to find yourself in a relationship with that person you see online and somewhat, you know, have some type of feelings for them, even though you don't know them just from that alone. Yeah, I I think that like um, uh, people who are like social media influencers, Mm -hmm. they're like a 
I don't like. I feel like celebrities are still. I mean, essentially, they're sort sort of like the same work ish, yeah. but still different. Like they're like different departments of the same company. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, although influencers may not consider themselves celebrities, they mm-hmm. still have like they're known, they're famous. Yeah. If you want to use that term, so it's still like. It's not as it as it's not. I, I don't think it's as easy as like you're walking down the street, you see somebody, you say mm-hmm. hi, and then boom, you're in yeah. a relationship. To simplify it, but it's still. Sorry, it's on. Do not disturb. Mm. But he's under my favorite, so it comes. Oh, through. like that. <laughs> you are too. the purpose of do not disturb. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but um, no, but yeah. So what I was trying to say was, I still think like influencers have a level of celebrityness mm-hmm. to them so it's still it's not as easy as just dming anyone because if you dm a, a influencer you think you're going to get a response probably not yeah it depends spot. yeah it depends on your the group you're part of like i don't know it, yeah it depends on a lot of factors mm. um but when do you think that divide between like celebrity and influencer will be gone completely because i feel like it's happening and it might have already happened at this point actually no, no no it hasn't happened there's still like you know the og celebrities that are like holding on strong mm-hmm. and you have people like the rock who will like always be on like the next level you have superstars mm-hmm. but before there used to still be like celebrities who aren't superstars mm-hmm. they may they're on like the b c b or c list mm-hmm. uh but they're still seen as untouchable but like do you feel like the list of like bc all that stuff is gone and now those people who you stock pilots are just influencers no, not necessarily. I think you're right. There are still like the superstar, like mogul levels, yeah. like Oprah, um, mm-hmm. you know, people like of that level. Yeah. But then you have people like Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. You have the people that are on like TV shows where they're big, but they're not unattainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where like Kylie is a perfect example of someone who's big, but is also like influencer vibes. Yeah. You know, like she's because she's a mille- she's, what is she? Gen she's Z? a millennial. Yeah, she's a millennial. Yeah. So she like does what everyone else is doing rihanna is the same mm-hmm. um i know like beyonce was once unattainable but she's like dabbling into social media a yeah. little bit so i think that is slowly closing the gap mm-hmm. but like people who aren't like celebrities who aren't on social media as much they're still unattainable because you don't get that personal mm-hmm. glimpse into their life yeah and also it's the just the saturation of the market mm. has now like before you only had a few channels where you can be shown these celebrities and like you had access or to see these people. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you call it? Like a m- more people would know about you mm-hmm. back in the day, right? Right. Because there were so few outlets. Right. But now because there are a hundred different, like multiple different social media pages, uh, different um, genres and like st- things that people are into. Yeah. Like it's a good example would be like, I mentioned Mr. Beast who mm-hmm. has like probably is growing to be one of the most subscribed people on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But there are still normal people out there who don't who don't live under a rock who don't know who Mr. Beast is. Yeah. Like you probably, I mentioned Mr. Beast, but you probably still don't know roughly. No, I, I only know him because I've seen his videos before. Exactly. But right? I don't like know about him. Yeah. Even though if you ask like someone half of the other country, mm-hmm. they will tell you everything about him. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that idea of like everyone knowing you, mm-hmm is only is is kind of like reserved uh, reserved only for a few people and i don't think that will be here for long if that makes sense so like unless i don't know you're the president or something right (laughs) but um like the rock like once the rock is gone or like or he like retires or whatever once Mm -hmm. 
Kevin Hart retires, all those guys retire, but Oprah, I don't know if we're going to have anyone up there anymore. Like replace them? To replace them. Um, like people don't even mm. know who Denzel Washington is anymore. What? Yeah. Get out of here. Who, I was watching the React videos where they were showing like celebrities and stuff. Mm-hmm. People don't know who like these who Denzel Washington is. There are people uh, who don't know who um, uh, Rihanna is. There are pe- no. Yes. Rihanna. Yes. They don't know who Rihanna Get is. Get out of here. Yeah. Like older people? Or younger no, younger people? people. Gen Z. What? Yeah. I don't Because that. it's so saturated. These kids, they can go their whole, not for their whole life, but like maybe eventually later in life, they might find out who they are. But like they're, the, the things they watch are not related to anything that Rihanna would ever be touching. What do you mean? So like they if can, they're w- girls, they, they wear makeup, they wear Fenty Beauty, they absolutely know who she is. They absolutely okay, know. Okay, maybe girls. Oh, you're saying you're talking about guys? I'm talking in general, like guys, they don't know who that is. I, I still find that hard. That's crazy. Yeah. You'd be surprised who people don't know. Wow. And, and it's, it's going to get more, because of the saturation, it's just going to get worse in the sense that like uh, you, the household names aren't going to be as common anymore. Yeah, because there's just too much. There's yeah. too many of us. <laughs> yeah. Why it's are we talking many. about household names again? I don't know why like, we went on that tangent. Because we were talking about like, do we ever feel like influencers will reach that level of being as known as? Oh yeah, but the original were. question was, why do people have it? Think they have a chance with celebrities? Yeah, we said it was because of social media and all that stuff. Oh okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I just want to make sure. <laughs> but you agree then? What? So you feel like social media person? Um, is it personify? Maybe personifies them. Like it makes them more personable to people. Like yeah. they're not just unattainable anymore. They're just everyday folk that just have a lot more money than us. That's all. Yeah, and also it this this word of parasocial relationship comes up comes up a lot because people feel like they actually build a relationship with this person even though they've never interacted with them personally. They feel like they know everything about them. But you know how exciting it is to have your favorite celebrity like respond to your tweet or your comment like hearted or something. You die a little bit inside. You're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but people might take that and feel like, oh, like they actually, you know. I don't think I ever got that. They far. do love me. Like Joe Jonas once read my comment in a live chat, and I oh, okay, was Let's like, go. oh my god, he knows who I am. What did you write? I don't know. I, I think I like. <laughs> okay, this is really embarrassing to admit. Go ahead. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. What? So whenever you used to watch live chats, it's like like thousands of people, yeah. right? So to be noticed, you just have to like. <laughs> what? Put a bunch of spaces. <laughs> you just write. You write out a message. You copy and just keep pasting it in. <laughs> you were one of those people, <laughs> the spammer. Sad. <laughs> Eventually, they. They're probably just so annoyed. They're like, okay, let's just, just mention it, man. She's not going to stop. <laughs> it was pretty funny, though. <laughs> when I first got Twitter, my username was like Sarah Jonas 92 or something like that. I thought it was like Baby Blue. No, that's my email. <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry, guys. I gave away her email. Like, I don't just use that. You. you don't use that anymore. <laughs> but yeah. So. What, was it? what was the emails before? It was like Baby Blue Angel 96, 1992 or something like that. So me and like all literally all our entire like friend circle yeah we all had the same email it was like angel underscore baby blue and the the day you were born mine was 15. why why was <laughs> like uh, why that combination of words or so <laughs> names <laughs> you know what? what's funny everybody had baby blue like yeah is that so remember that i think gizman even had it at one point aisha <laughs> i think she might have had it too but like so I think I was maybe like 12 at the time. Yeah. And I made my first, like I made an MSN account. Yeah. And my friend at school 
had an angel underscore baby blue and then hers was like 12 or something yeah um so she was like let me make one for you so she's like let's just use my email and then i just changed the number <laughs> this is before like people knew about identities and like yeah, we didn't having care about something all that. unique and we, trying to get your actual name we didn't care we were 12 oh yeah back then i think that was that was a time also when they were like don't put your name out online yeah we never used like the yeah. first time i actually had a username was when <laughs> i think i wanted to get a part-time job and they're like you can't put angel underscore baby blue as your email on your resume Imagine. oh really oh shoot that's <laughs> why you got your new email yeah i was like <laughs> i need a gmail to sound more yeah that makes sense that makes right? sense yeah um, i feel like facebook kind of broke that whole um taboo of like putting your name out online yeah yeah because that was the first time have you what? ever like you've looked back on your instagram right and you just like saw i mean uh sorry facebook and like saw the things that we used to post oh like, like the, the cringy comments <laughs> yeah or like the statuses remember you used to put statuses i never put statuses i never used social media no, but like you used that. to use Facebook a little bit. I used it. I never uploaded my own photos. That was one thing. Oh. <laughs> and what did I use Facebook for? I don't know. Or no, I did upload a couple photos of like Minecraft. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> like screenshots? Yeah, like screenshots of Minecraft. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't so know. weird. <laughs> I would like videotape myself playing Minecraft and stuff. Like that. I'll put it on YouTube one day and I never did. Oh, um, man. But yeah, I don't think... Like this is this is a common thing, guys. I was never really big into social media. If I show you what what I used to, I lived for statuses. Okay, mm-hmm. lived for it. It was like changed every two minutes. Can we pull up some of your statuses? Okay, fine. Remember when people would post happy birthday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think see. you can see your own statuses. How do you look at them? I have no idea. I don't know how to use. You know, forget it then. Okay. Okay, guys, we searched for the statuses for the yeah. past five minutes. I just I'll, have to cut that all out. I'll just send you a... We s- can't find it. We don't know how to use Facebook Look anymore, okay? What? I def- You're so cool. Best sister. Anyone... You wrote that. <laughs> I know <laughs> you did. Do you remember when people would like... By the way, it says, it says her brother, Sebri, wrote it on her page, but you can clearly tell Sada put that on there. This is actually really funny. Nah. But, um... So, what were we talking about? Go back. Let's... You know, forget this. All right. We're not going to find it. We don't know how to use Facebook anymore. Yeah, I actually don't know how to use Facebook. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was just scrolling. Like, there has to be a faster way. For Facebook? To find, like, can't you go by year or something? I don't know. How does it work? I, I haven't used Facebook in, like, Me years, neither. Okay? It's literally just there for fun. <laughs> but do you ever have to fight the urge of being antisocial so you can help someone? Yeah, all the time. Because, like, I have an example. Oh, you too? Yeah, all the time. Because I have an example, like... Okay, I had I had like a crisis moment, <laughs> and like this happens almost every day, right? I'll be walking. I do as I, as I mentioned, you know, people will probably point this out. I mention every time I go I mean, my walks every day. Oh, yeah, I thought you were gonna say I'm yeah. an introvert. <laughs> both, it's both that too. <laughs> but like, I was walking back home, mm-hmm. and like you know when you see your neighbor, yeah, and like you know that like okay, if like I I don't want to interact with anyone right now. You know, you know it's gonna be a conversation. And like the last time I got stuck with a neighbor, I was literally standing there for an hour and a half of them telling me my whole life story of them telling me their whole life story up until that point. And I was like, I can't do that. I don't have the time. I got to go to the gym after this. So I was like getting ready to cross the street. Mm -hmm. But then I saw them. They were holding grocery bags and it was heavy and they're like sort of Uh, limping with it too. And at that point, like, like I had to literally fight myself. Like, like it's almost like you're picturing 
two versions of myself one is pulling me and the other one's like trying to drag away yeah and the last thing i was like okay i just gotta go i gotta like bite the bullet and grab it but am i a bad person for that for even having that conflict no i do it all the time i literally like i can give you example like i've done it okay give me another example. one too many times um i was literally driving home it was the middle of winter yeah and i could barely see okay i was just i was miserable because it's winter i want to go home and as I was driving, I saw this lady <laughs> with like six bags of groceries yeah. walking in a friggin' blizzard. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I literally don't even know her. Should I just stop? So I slowed down yeah. and I was like, hey, do you need a ride? <laughs> you know what she what said you mo- to me? What? I don't even know you. <gasps> <gasps> no. She literally said, I don't even know you. <laughs> she she did take the ride in the so, middle of winter. No, but I was like, I was like, I know you don't know me, but I just, I wanted to offer you help. <laughs> what did she say? She's like, uh, okay. Who doesn't accept the help? I know. Like, I was okay, so, if like, you're I a was man. I was mad. Yeah. I, was, I was a woman. She's a woman. So I was yeah. like, I mean, I was a woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. was, I'm not a man. So like, I, I can understand why she would say yeah. no from a random guy pulling up to her. Yeah. But I think it was the way that I slowed down because it's snowing. So I slow, I braked yeah. slow. So I think she got scared. <laughs> oh, you thought you were like creeping up on her or something. Yeah. And it was nighttime too. Yeah. But dark. once you pull down the window and you say something. Yeah. And then she was like, she said, okay. Right. Yeah. So I thought like, I didn't know her bags were heavy. Yeah. And then she needed help loading the car. Wait. So she's walking. Yeah. On the sidewalk. Yeah. With heavy groceries. Yes. Struggling to get home. Yes. I don't know how. I don't know what she was thinking. So then I'm like, okay, let me help you. So now it's like freezing. I don't have gloves. I'm like yeah. helping her put the stuff in the car. And I'm just like, why did I stop? She's not even grateful. So then Did she, she care? Like, was she like, oh, thank you so much. So then we're driving, right? And yeah. I was like, wait, so where do you live? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if she says somewhere far, I'm going to yeah. drop her off. Yeah. Then she's like, oh, just up the street. So I drive her and then I, I pull into the driveway and she's like, is today my lucky day are you an angel and i was like oh no it all hit her yeah yeah she's like no like this was it would have taken me like an hour to walk this distance and i was like girl don't even worry it's fine so i took it to her house yeah i dropped it off and she's like can i pay you i was like no get out of here like i was just on my way home yeah it's not a big deal and she's like i'm sorry about being rude like i just oh so she she caught herself yeah yeah okay okay as long as she caught herself she's like i don't even know you and i was like damn let me just keep driving then yeah if that was a response to me i mean like i wouldn't even i roll up the window and drive really? away if someone says that to me no but it was so awkward like what was i gonna do i got scared as if i was doing something wrong i was just trying to help yeah that's why you drive away <laughs> it's like you had your opportunity i know right but yeah. whatever like, it's okay to ask questions but when you say i don't even know you that's your first response yeah i mean i i want to say i get it mm-hmm. but it was just it was funny in the moment like now yeah. i laugh about it yeah in the moment i was like oh my god like what did i just do I, like why did i stop yeah you know sometimes when you when you fight that urge yeah and then you finally open your mouth like all right let me like remember which <laughs> at the airport what happened at the when airport you took a photo of that family but like you contemplated oh yeah 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 and i like <laughs> and like it literally I had to exactly, you know what? It was exactly the same thing. I had to fight the urge in me, the anti-social <laughs> urge in me to like avoid a situation where I know I'm going to be awkward mm-hmm. to help someone. <laughs> but you were awkward. Exactly. And you know Even what? when I helped the guy with the groceries, I was awkward walking home because I don't know how to make small talk 
like oh it was God. an elderly person, right? The the blind guy? You mean? No, 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 oh. no, no. That was a different thing. That's a whole other <laughs> thing, man. See, clearly, like every time I try and help someone, like. I should have listened to my anti-social side because I just make it worse and more awkward. No, but you of know what? Of course, they get help in the end, but like... Yeah, yeah kind of. But I'm, <laughs> I internally die as a person every time. But I think it makes the help that much more meaningful to know that you had to go through such great lengths yeah. <laughs> to help the people. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is the blind guy story. Through, I had to go through mental length to be able to do that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm but. very good at masking. <laughs> I feel like you have a lot of stories like this, though. I do. I, I, well, I can't think of them. I should have written them down. I know. When I was doing that, that was three right there. I, that was awkward three. situations. And all of them were covered on the podcast, by the way. Honestly, the, most, the one that I hate the most, mm-hmm. hopefully whoever don't, don't hear this but like whenever someone asks me for a ride that i'm not too familiar with like if my oh. mom is like hey can you take this person home and it's like an el- elderly mom i i like start like internally dying and start mm-hmm. sweating profusely outside because that drive home <laughs> or that drive to their house is the most awkward drive in the world because i don't know what to talk about you mean if it's just like you and them and she's yeah not there? exactly oh. i don't know what i'm talking to talk about like I, it's like you try and make small talk Ask and then about their kids yeah and then what happens when you're done talking about that then they talk to you about like what you do they're probably gonna ask you about your sister Nah, man but then like like i don't know i can make small talk but like when you're not in the mood for it yeah yeah, yeah it's like yeah. been a long day or like maybe you've already covered all this stuff ahead of time when you're at their house or whatever mm-hmm. so you kind of know all that information mm-hmm. i've definitely been there before yeah and those ones like, are like the worst eyeing my mom like why did you put me in this uncomfortable position? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, I'm really bad at just talking to people who, you know, culturally you can't relate with. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I could literally talk to a brick wall. So I'm I, like. But it depends on your mood, right? Yeah. But for the most part, like you're actually a true introvert and I'm actually a true extrovert. Oh, OK, yeah. I just turn into an introvert when I'm not in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. But most of the time when I'm in the mood, yeah, I can talk to anyone okay yeah i try to yeah and like i I, like that's i think that's the hard part is because i know that i need to or at least i should Mm -hmm. be trying to make some type of social interaction or like try Mm -hmm. and make some type of small talk yeah but because i'm kind of trying to force it Mm -hmm. it comes out awkward (laughs) you know what i'm envisioning and then i just think about it for the rest of my life (laughs) envisioning you like trying to start a conversation but your volume levels are like up yeah, my volume my volume always starts at a ten. I'll be like sitting down quiet. Like So what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> Got any plans? <laughs> You're just like asking one too many questions. Yeah. Oh my god, that I'm like literally tearing up. Just I, imagining I, I, that. that that's probably the most awkward situation for myself. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my life. But I've never like Okay, the only time I've actually seen you like awkward was that Wasn't day at that the airport. Wasn't that taking the picture? Yeah, because yeah. I knew that you felt uncomfortable when you <laughs> when you got out of the car. You almost like tripped out of the car. No, I just slammed the door. Slammed, <laughs> the way, guys, he slammed the door so hard. I was like, Amir's definitely mm-hmm. freaking out right yeah. now. And then, I don't know why, but he decides to introduce himself to the whole Okay, time. they've heard the story. Okay, we don't have to bring up <laughs> embarrassing lights on no i'm just trying to understand like why did you do uh, because i'm awkward <laughs> no, but, all you had to do was 
I don't know. Okay, it's not, it doesn't make sense. Okay. I'm literally crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? That's also why I like a one of the big reasons I stopped getting my hair cut by a barber. <laughs> Because <laughs> I just feel awkward sitting in the chair for 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because I hate small talk. I'm here. Just talk. But you're so good at it. Yeah, because I have to force myself doing it. Like, I've been forcing oh myself my to God. do it so much that, like, I've gotten better at it, but I still don't enjoy it. <laughs> it's just awkward. Like, if I, if I felt like the other person... Yeah. Was fine with me. Was fine with us just not saying anything. Yeah. No matter how long the drive is, mm-hmm. I would I would be happy with that. Hold up, I've never so I've never been to a barber shop. Obviously. Yeah. Do you have to talk to them while they cut your hair? No, but it's awkward. Like <laughs> they're like in front of you, just staring you in the eyes, <laughs> cutting your hair, <laughs> and you're just silent. <laughs> so you have to talk to them. Of course, if you sat down in a chair with someone and you're cutting their hair and yeah. they said nothing. <laughs> The whole time. You know, sometimes when I get my hair done, I'm just on my phone. How are you, how are you gonna like? We'll talk here and there. No, but remember, you had the like blanket thing over you. Yeah. So like your hands are covered, oh, hands are and up. you can bring them around. But like then, I just feel awkward using my phone because like you want to build a relationship with a barber. Oh yeah, yeah. But like I also want to not say anything. And how do you build a relationship with your barber and not say anything at the same time? So I'm kind of forced to say something. Not that I don't want to cuz yeah. I still want to build, you know, is that's that's the like it's like the internal battle that you have the Exactly, conflict. the internal battle. Like mm. I want them to like me. I want to have a good relationship with them. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't like small talk and I like if I have something to say, yeah, I will say it. That's fine then. But like that space in between where you don't have anything to say or you can't think of anything at the time, yeah, that's when I like start to get awkward. I don't know what to do, and like I'm having some internal battle. I think that like honestly, if you tip them well, I feel like you have an unspoken relationship right there. You, He'll know you as like the guy that tips well. So I so my anti-social my awkwardness it's gonna cost it's gonna you. cost me yeah 100 nah. well that's the reason i started cutting my own hair <laughs> well it works you do a yeah, good job see uh, doing yeah it's doing all right yeah yeah you'd be surprised what you'll be motivated to learn and do when you i didn't know was, i didn't know it was that bad though no no, no that wasn't one of the main reasons mm. main reasons like, i don't want to sp- it costs a lot of money to get your hair cut these days yeah but like one of the like smaller the sub me, uh, sub uh, points, reasons. points or reasons was so like I don't have that awkward situation. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I just like being quiet, man. <laughs> it's like sitting doing stuff by myself. I mean, I I I completely like I understand, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't know. I just can't help but laugh. It's, you know, it's just who I am, man. But it's okay because I feel like you also. You, I can turn it on. Yeah, yeah like exactly. you, you you do a good job. Yeah, the effort's there. I yeah. I appreciate that. You know, am, am I am I a bad person though? When people ask me, like, hey, how's it with the, your parents not being around and being home alone and all that stuff? I'm like, it's great. I love it. No, Is you're not a bad person. Them? I think exactly. I think because, you know, you've lived with them literally your entire life. So yeah, a little bit of separation isn't that bad. No, but for me, it's like I can have a lot of separation and I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make you sound better. <laughs> Stop making it harder. No, no, no. Like, like, um, <laughs> like, what are you doing? I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to, like, make it sound good. 
nothing coming to mind. I, I think i think <clears throat> okay you're making yourself sound bad even if let's say mm-hmm. you lived on your own and we didn't have the podcast yeah like yeah you'd probably go out like a couple months but i feel like we're also friends where we we hang yeah, out on the weekend exactly so like we'll see each other yeah but if we didn't see each other and we weren't as close yeah i don't think there would have been an expectation from either of us to keep in touch like 24 7 yeah exactly. we would obviously like you know holidays like you'd well, you, you would probably send me the <laughs> <laughs> <I> reply back <laughs> like two days later yeah sorry sad i'm just seeing this now Oh, you don't want to see my dms man <laughs> We're gonna have an episode where we no, no, not those DMs. Like even for people I know, it's so bad. Amir, I know, I know. You need like to dedicate at least an hour out of the week. But like it's out of the week, an hour. Like for me, it's like after a couple days, if I don't reply, I feel bad for not replying, and then I just don't reply because I'm like, is it better for me just not to reply and like wait for them to send? Okay, you know what, listeners, viewers, (laughs) you tell us what you think. For those of you who take time responding to DMs. Is it better to just not reply if it's been a couple days? Like, I know it's not better. Like, I'll answer that question. I know it's not better, but you're, you you would be surprised what your mind rationalizes. No, I know because I I am the same. Sometimes yeah. I'll see something. I'm like, oh, two weeks ago. Yeah. How did I not respond to that? Yeah. But I, I'm really reignite- bad where, like, I'll be in the middle of a conversation with someone. And I'll, mm-hmm. like, you know how, like, you'll be at work or you'll be doing something. Yeah. And you see, like, a notification or, like, yeah, you see a notification or whatever. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, okay, I'll just respond to it later. Yeah. And you swipe away and you just forget. I mean, that has happened to me, but yeah. I, I also like, don't you do like a, a clean sweep of your phone before you sleep? Like just make sure you've checked everything that you need to check. Uh, No, sometimes I'll forget about my phone. Like I'll put my phone on the charger and just yeah. leave it there and I won't look at it for the rest of the night because I'll be on my computer either editing or editing <laughs> <laughs> or, just- or like doing other work. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually it's more like just doing research stuff. Like, I don't know. I just like learning stuff. I'll do that, play a little game, and then go to sleep. And you just don't check your phone? No. If anything, I'll check my phone to make sure my alarm's on. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Also, we should probably take a break or... Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll take a quick break here and probably <laughs> close off the podcast. I know. <laughs> and we're back. And uh, yeah, we, we kind of went on a little long there. Um, no, I feel like this is our, our normal time. Is it? Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, we went on a little oh. long, like, for our first part. <laughs> Usually we'll have, like, a second part or whatever, but you know mm-hmm. what? I feel like I feel like that was kind of all we had for today. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to end it off here. Exactly. We're just going to end it there. As you guys know, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, on TikTok, subscribe. We have officially surpassed the 2000s Club. Hey, exactly did under, we mention that last week we did yeah oh shoot i forgot um so thank you to all of you guys for subscribing and um if you want to be under the five thousand club because that's our next goal mm-hmm. subscribe below <laughs> you tell your friends tell your family tell your mama tell your daddy and your uncles and your aunties and your sisters and your brothers <laughs> and your cousins and your friends and your pets yeah i'm gonna say <laughs> and your cats and your dogs anyways <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening and for watching. We love you, and we will see you guys next week. I don't know, I love, but bye. Okay, we re- <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Amir just doesn't know how to express emotion right now, so I will do it for the both of us. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Platonically, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.